1: mercy, we thank you for the help which you have given to each and every one of us tonight. We want to be at your feet, so we are excited, Lord, in Jesus' name, our Heavenly Father. We ask for help tonight, that as we go into the world, that you will show us your mercy, Lord Jesus, you will all know what you have in stock for us tonight. Father, we pray in all meekness and lowliness of heart tonight, that you will grant us help to connect that which you have for us tonight, in the name of Jesus. You will all know what each of our heart and soul needs. You have the wisdom to issues, to things, to words that our heart needs to hear tonight. Father, we pray that by your mercy, you pour forth grace for your things tonight in the name of Jesus. Let us receive grace from you. Let us receive grace from your lips. Father, we pray, Lord that we just seek you, we look for you, we look to you. Tonight, we ask, Father, that you will show of mercy and release yourself into each and every one of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, the great high priest, the mediator of the new covenant and the new testament, we ask, Father, for the blessing of the new testament tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that the word that is needed for transformation of our heart and our soul, spirit, soul, body, that you will release such word for each and every one of us tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, I come under your spirit and I submit myself to you totally. I yield to your spirit that you take over and speak your word to your people tonight. In the name of Jesus,
0: Amen.
1: Spirit of the Living God, I ask for your guidance into the world. Amen. I ask for help tonight. Amen. Let help be given. Amen. Let all trust be given. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you answered Amen. our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Welcome everyone here tonight. Can please just welcome one another. Say hi to your neighbor. Hi neighbor. Hi. Say hope you are doing good, and hope you are doing great tonight. And tell your neighbor I'm happy to see you.
0: Happy to see you.
1: It gives me joy to see your face. <laughs> See your face. I know you're nobody say down see see your your
0: face.
1: Uh-uh. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So welcome everyone here tonight. It's been uh, it's been a while. And uh, I don't think we've had much. I think today is the last meeting of the month, eh? I believe so. Yes. For this month of June. Yes. I have the first two meetings. We were away. And uh, one of the meetings, we were in Edmonton. And then, see close Amen. Amen. So today I was because today is the last day of the. I, I know we haven't covered much, so I would like to ask us if um, we have any questions from the meetings, previous meetings so far. Mm. Any question? No question. No problem. Yeah, no questions. So who can give us a quick recap of what we've learned this month or what they have learnt this month from the teachings. So the question is if somebody can give us a quick recap of what we've learned this month. Or what they have learnt personally this month. Is there there a way we can add a recap to what we've learned so far? I mean, just a quick summary. Just a quick summary, if possible. You
3: talked about the interest of the world. What being, being lamp onto our life onto our
0: past.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I think we focused on like we also talked about like um some one one more night, so that was um, talked about like, in terms of the word being um even like on the simple and said the simple uh just uh like, the milk of the world. So at least from the last time I was here, that's what I took um home um, from the last time I was here. Um just um, the desire to gain entrance to the Word of God. Okay And um, I think that's what I can really um, remember that God talk to me from this
0: month. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: Any other
3: questions?
0: Sure, yes. yes. to the God and
1: you thank you for that quick recap so that was last last tuesday amen okay so ah, i have a question for us now i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out how okay because i know this okay let me see how many meetings have we had this month okay let me see i'm just i'm just i'm just having a mental picture we mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. 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 today the fifth one uh, mm-hmm. yeah Today's probably the fifth fifth uh, meeting i guess okay mentally i think the scriptures we went through is someone that's someone one 19 seven Corinthians four verse six then we also went to John three and you know that John 3. But there's a connection between all of these scriptures. Okay, let me start. Let me start from... Let me start from... Where... regarding the word of God that gave it light. Okay. Can you help us a bit regarding the thoughts that brought us in there?
3: Life, yeah, we talked about that. Um, we talked about how God, um, calls us out by giving His life. So, and um, I can't remember anything <laughs> else, like, oh, but, but I know that, uh, I can't just talk
1: about that way. So, God has called us out of that is his marvelous light. Now, I know last week we mentioned, I, I, I we already mentioned, so can we, can is it possible to link that light to that verse in 119 that we moved into? Is it possible to just, okay. If, if anybody, anybody can help us, and for those that were here, um, To just connect the thought. Just is, is the thought I'm looking for. Just the thought around God calling us out of darkness, which is my brother's light, and then the word uh, of God, which is the light. And we have to, I mean, if you can even read that passage, it's fine. Somebody can just help us connect just the thought. I'm asking is because there was some teaching around it we had in the past, so I'm hoping that all of us can remember, but if you can still help us, fine, well, it's fine, I mean, see. She actually she, she has helped us really, honestly. So who wants to help us for that? Okay. Okay, so I think um I just remember how you're talking about um like if I do not remember
0: exactly to do is that was, that word you said what you're talking about like um there's a reason why God puts um the word of His word in a book, and uh, like he's he's not just um, like speak it or something. Like the reason why he kept it in a book, and it was so that we can read and read and read and keep going back. So I guess like.
1: What what is the path that it is lighting?
3: The path of righteousness. Yeah, so you mentioned that the word of the Lord is us in the path of the light and you talked about how for us to be satisfied we must walk through the path of righteousness. So, us to know where that path like that, to the word of God is that light that will lead us through that path of righteousness.
1: Thank you. Okay, that was fast. All right. Now there is a there's an aspect that I want to connect, and it's I know we've gotten the okay part of righteousness. The word of God is light. Hmm. So the the word of God is we've established that the word of God is a lamp unto us and a light to our path. Right, and the path is the path of righteousness. Okay, what does that what does that path mean for the soul? But like, so, we, because we've, we've explained it scripture now. Now, for us as people, as as children of God, what does that really mean in reality, soul-wise?
3: I think regarding that, like, this is what we just been in a whole, like, in a wholesome um, manner. So what that means, at least in my own understanding, is, like, um, the soul needs to go back to where God intended it to be, which is um, God himself. Like, we need to attain God. Yeah. and, And that's that path that the soul needs to needs to journey through because right now our soul has been degenerated from where god intended me to be over the years like through the fall of man so now it's like we're not journey i not backwards but we're journey back to god because we are very far from him and so we need to journey back to god i
1: mean our souls journey back to god okay i know you touched it but I want us to speak a little bit further in, about it. So in the sense that, what does that, when, when we talk about the, the parts we're journeying back what does, when, when we not talk about the, the nitty-gritty of the workings of the soul, what does that dust to the soul, in the sense of, you know, there's, there's a part we've been journeying towards before, okay, now we're journeying back to God. Okay, what, 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 how, does that, how does that flow inside the soul, what does that mean for the soul? or just just talking about the movement. What, what is, what's, how can we explain the movement of the soul?
0: In that line. Okay, so is what you mean by the movement of the soul.
1: Okay. Because, okay, the word I'm using is maybe, maybe it's, um, scriptural language. Okay, I'm talking about, okay, so movement means that the soul is, when you have, so for example, when you talk about souls, right, Movement of soul means the soul doing things. Right? Now, based on the path that we have been journeying to, there's a, there's a way our soul moves, there's a way it reacts, there's a way it responds. How can we explain those movements in the soul when we are not in the path of righteousness as well as when we are in the path of righteousness? With, is there a change in the way the soul moves as a result of the light?
0: What
1: did you say? I didn't catch that. Oh, I'm just... I I, I don't know, but I'm just
0: saying our uh, soul is
1: saved. Our oh, soul is saved. Okay. Anybody wanted to add?
0: Since <clears throat> since the word of God is light,
1: Right, as well. I, I, you people should relax. So it's not jump question, okay? okay. The word of God is light. You know, as light is coming, as I reading the word of God, so like
0: hearing mm-hmm. the word of God, it will be lighting the path. Maybe
1: before we are just walking in darkness. Okay, explain, explain. Like light, what lightning the path means? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it possible to explain what lightning the path? means so the word this the scriptural word we are using spiritually to explain something that is happening in the soul is that Mm -hmm. there is the lightning of the path but that lightning of the path means something for the soul. Is it possible to just explain that one?
3: It's a way of life for the
0: soul okay like an
1: understanding how are you people stopping don't know what to explain. I'm waiting for explanation now.
0: So, okay, so as the soul is hearing, is uh, reading the word of God, and is getting understanding, it should be, it should be easy for the soul to follow, since he understands what he's seeing and making. Since he understands what he's, since he's, he's, he's no more just walking and he has understanding of,
1: um maybe that part or something. Does <laughs> anybody want to add to it? Huh? Sorry? So, so there's been some there's a background question, so I mean there's a background to the question. And I don't know, just okay. I think well, the question is pretty much we're explaining the so I think they were talking about the lightning of the path, right? Word of God lightning in the path. So I'm explaining what it is, I'm asking the, what is the meaning of the word lightning the path? What does that mean for a soul? So, what's what, how, how is that a real thing?
3: Into my path and my life into my path. So, what it means, my own understanding,
2: what it means in, in reality of the soul is to show, is to first show that soul a way of life that is different from what that soul knows, and to give understanding of that life. So when it lightens the path, it's a light unto my path. That's a journey. The soul is already on. The soul already journeying somehow. Like the soul is on a journey. So means it's not stagnant. I think it says that it changes every day. So it could change negatively. It could change positively. So it says, it says a light unto my path. That means is is shining. It's bringing light into a path. In, it's like where you are. you are on the path. You're walking on the road, and you have a torchlight, and you're shining on the on your path to walk. So, what the Word of God does to the soul is to bring light. Light, light there. Light there can also be. Um, can also mean knowledge. Can also mean understanding on how to live, on the right way to live. On how not to die, because originally the soul only knows the path, like without the intervention of God, the only path that soul knows is, or that way, the only way the soul knows is how to die. So, when the word of God comes to that soul, it's showing the soul that there's a different way to live, there's a different way you can change your path. And begin to walk in light instead of darkness and begin to walk towards life not death so that light shining brings understanding for that soul to see a different way of living a different life and to see I would say to see an inheritance for like it shows the end of that journey and put Create that image for the soul to to chase after. So when the the word of God comes to that soul, it gives the soul knowledge. And because the soul is is a an entity of knowledge, that's what he does. That's what the soul does. The soul does knowledge. The soul eats knowledge. So when
1: it begins to, if the soul uses that
2: knowledge, it will begin to cause changes in the soul. For example. When we begin to hear the word of god or we need to study the word of god and understanding comes we'll be able to see what is wrong in our own construction and how we live how we do things how we reason how we judge things and then with the word of god not just the hearing though but the understanding of what has come what we have heard what we have, what we have read or what, we have, what has been preached to us that understanding that oh Let's say in for example in the case where um, where uh, where let's say you're having a conversation with a friend or um, you are in a place where people are talking about their achievements and uh, different things and then in your heart you are, you see you just want to go ahead and say about your own achievement and there's something in your heart that just kind of restrains you and reminds you of not to not to, to yourself. So that's, that's an understanding that has reached the soul from the word of God. That is, that's in, let's lesson, for example, in the First Corinthians 13. So, that's an example that has reached the soul and understanding that has dropped in inside the mouth of the soul. So, if if the soul goes ahead and just denies that and continues, so that's soul I just like forsook understanding a change to be a, a, a different path of living and just continue in his own way. But if that person takes that thing, that understanding that has rested in the heart not to bounce itself, he has taken a different way of living or a different way of, of just made a different way of behaving. It has altered the soul some in, in one way or the other. So, being a light onto our part is to bring life, to bring understanding and to open our eyes because we need light to see. That light will come and open our eyes so that we can see the difference, what our path is. And I know we mentioned, he said, for we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness unto the kingdom of his dear son. So that's that kingdom of dear son is where light is. And light comes from that kingdom. That's what that light shines in the darkness that has been in our soul over time. And as we need to yield to all this knowledge and understand them. And use them, it will begin to shine on our path and begin to dissipate darkness. Praise
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. We're getting somewhere. There's a part I was looking for, so that we have more hand, then we've moved that. You was explaining, explain the end. there. And what I was looking for is that, is that, because uh, when I say explaining what lightning, the lightning means, what it means, right? Uh, I was looking for. No relatable examples relatable examples, just your understanding concerning that aspect. Because I said, What does that mean for the soul? And why is what does that mean for the soul? We're we're, all we're doing, we're still explaining scriptural terms. I'm like, Okay, fine. I mean, you guys got it, though. You guys are not wrong. It's just that we're just explaining scripture. Scripture, I, I get it, right just that I was looking, okay, see that scripture that we understand, and let's now bring it down to the soul what does it really mean for the soul, because if if we have not drawn that connection things can be, I don't know, let me google the meaning of this word before I use it wait for me, wait for me just quickly there's a a, uh, okay Okay, I don't know what it means, but... For some, I know what it means now, but I don't think I want to use it. Because maybe you guys may know. So let me let me rephrase it. In the sense that... Because uh, I don't want to be speaking big, big, big English. Some of us may know it, some of us may know it, but let's just be safe. Right? In the sense that... um, uh, If you can't draw the connection, it may be difficult to actually leave out... What we are learning, Amen. Because the there the must be a there must be a, a vision or there must be a sighting for the soul to see both in the natural and in the spirit. What the life that has been that is being painted is, Amen. Amen. Now, and there's one aspect of the explanation that I'm still not getting. But I guess, I guess we all understand it And then, when I'm asking this question, I want us to just have it in mind. I'm asking this question so that, I want us to explain in such a way that if we see somebody that has never uh, studied Scripture ever in their life, they can understand what you are saying. Amen. Amen. The reason is so that, and, and part of it is that, part of the proof that you know something, is that you can actually explain it in your own words, what it means for you, right? So there is the there is the explanation. There is the explanation of things in the spirit, right? And there's a general explanation that you know, maybe during teachings, right, that we teach, that we have a, that. Now, really, in teachings, right, and you know, in meetings, teachings really just expose us to things in the scripture. The real work is taking that which we have received, maybe during teachings, and then begin to search scriptures, how that applies to you, what that means for you. Amen. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is this. (laughs) I know when I mentioned that because I know last week I mentioned that maybe I will ask questions today. I'm pretty sure maybe many people are going to start, start, start going back and start listening to all the messages. I don't know if we are able to even listen to all the messages. Safe. And I know that will not help. You know why? Because I know that even if you don't listen to the message again, maybe listening to the message may make somebody recite what I said. But that's not what I'm looking for. Right? Because it says that, what I'm really looking for is what we understood out of what was said. And how we are, how we can relate those things to ourselves personally, Amen. So, for example, now we're talking about light, darkness, right? When we, when we define things by scripture, right? The purpose of definition of things is so that it is clear to the soul what 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 is being explained. If that makes sense, now. When heaven begins to show us, teach us things, right? It is to give us knowledge. And when we are given knowledge, it gives clarity to why our life is the way it is, where we should be, how. because pretty much, let me put it this way, it just gives more clarity to life. Amen. Amen. Now, the reason for that clarity, right, is not just, well, I mean, in reality, the reason for clarity in the Spirit is such that they can raise value. It's like, it's like a currency, right? You know, currency, uh, uh, currency can increase or decrease in value. <laughs> Amen. So, as we are saying, currency can, what, can increase... And decrease in value, right? So, the reason part of the reason for, or no, no, let me put it this way the reason why we are where we are, or why Satan has so much hold over our soul, even though we are born again, we are children of God. The reason why that in because the way Satan holds on people is not really by yes, I'm moving over, over you, yeah. no, hold of Satan is actually a knowledge in the soul. Uh-huh. how Satan holds on to the soul is a knowledge, and what how, the, how you can access knowledge is by thought. So, if the way Satan reaches to his knowledge in our soul to make us move one way the other is, is by speaking thought concerning those things yeah. that are already stored in the soul. Does that make sense? Now, if there is no if there is no life of pride in the soul. Satan can speak it to it to get you to be proud. Does that make sense? What, the, what you will need to do, you will need to install what pride is in the soul. And of course, how you will do it also is also still by speaking. Because like I mentioned, the, the soul is a world of knowledge. So they need to teach it until it is inside. There. So what I'm now referring to is that there are things that Satan has already taught men. In the past. And it is very clear. Some of these things, some of us, eh, whether you, we are, you and I like it or not, we are born with it. How? in another scripture in Romans that says, for all I have sinned, right? Uh-huh. I'm called short of the glory. Uh-huh. said by woman man sinned into the world and death passed upon all men. It means that everybody sinned in Adam. Does that make sense? and it's, it's true and as a reality of it how do I know it's very clear when this girl was when this girl came this baby you know it's a, it's a baby right not, you, you would expect a baby to just not know anything this baby came out with natures and behaviors that is of me and her mother so, you will not ask, okay, how did that happen? I mean, it means that every child that is produced is a, is a combination of lives. So, when you now see behavior, you'll be like, how did this one get this, this one? Or you can say, oh, this guy's like me. He's like, oh, that boy's like me. Okay, how? How are they like? Because things have been passed down. Right? Because, you see, life genetic codes is what comes together to form life. The when it forms life, things can be inherited. Even, even though things can be inherited, but it doesn't stop there. If things are inherited, things can also be expanded. Because when we inherit some, we can also add some. But, but that's not the whole picture. We can also remove If God helps us, and and that's the reason why, when God is raising people, right, and He wants to raise, when you hear generations, generations that God is uh see all those things is the whole. If you just just take a good picture, it's very simple. When men and women that are of changed nature are coming together, marrying themselves, what you produce are better children than the previous. Now imagine that kind of a chain reaction continues. Over time, you just realize that they will eradicate sin on it. Finish. Right. So, I'm just saying you that there's a way things pass down. Right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Knowledge pass down. So Satan can reach out or speak to things that's already installed. I mean, no Satan knows everybody's uh, lineage. He knows what every spirit has installed in every house, right? Everybody have their own. So Satan knows. Okay, which okay you okay you have this. Okay, you have under. Okay, you you have uh, what else? and uh, you, you have pride. You, okay, so Satan knows what to look for, what to pick, what to speak to. Uh-huh. He knows what to do. Amen. So part of so part of the reason for heaven making things very clear to the soul right because it is the soul that needs clarity the spirit knows everything cause man is spiritual and body right uh-huh. part of the reason for making things clear very very clear to the soul is such that the soul can begin to see different values or or they can begin to raise certain value in the soul does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So when, or how Satan... Okay, there's a thought. I don't know why I keep forgetting that thought. Amen. Amen. The reason why we are the way we are, that's the thought I was saying. The reason why we are the way we are is because Satan, right, has blurred out, has manipulated, has twisted life for us. Eh? I don't know. Maybe we all understand this with Dabaru. Okay, that what is uh, everybody can understand that in Nigeria, but I don't know maybe anybody that is not from Nigeria is listening. Dabaru means to scatter. Satan yeah. uh, has dabaru every has scattered everything for us. What we know and we think we know is is, is, is a is, is a scattered understanding. Understanding of life is defined wrongly. Understanding of what is valuable or what a soul should chase has been bast- it bastardized in <laughs> him, such that even when we are born again, and you get, you can see a very a born a born again believer that is having the exact same problem an unbeliever is having. You can see a born again Christian that is still under the influence. Of spirit. I mean, of course, that's that's the way we are generally. We are all under influence. Even nobody is outside the influence of spirit because we are spirit beings. We are, we are spirit being. So even though we are not seeing into the spirit, there's there's actually see where we are like this. This Winnipeg, this house. There is another space right here, right now. That is not what you are seeing here. Amen. Perhaps, if they open our eyes in the spirit, and maybe we'll see angels here. I know, some people are already afraid. I think i say demon, right? But there are demons here too. See, amazing. Say amazing. I mean, they're not going to leave us alone. But that doesn't mean... That would, don't know, right now we are, we are, we are ignoring them. No, no, okay, how, how will I explain this? So it is possible for somebody to be in a meeting, right? And then God is speaking, Nobody moving. and then somebody is thinking about their food in the kitchen. And you are seeing many people, some people are like, oh Lord Jesus Christ, Father, Lord, I just want you more and some people ask, as somebody's kind like of that maybe, maybe they are told they are even thinking what's wrong with this one? this one is just about doing things like my bread and butter when I get to today <laughs> See that, that, that fish inside the fridge that I've eyeing the question, what, what, what do you think that is happening? or you think it's just you know, evil spirit knows how to, to deceive hearts a minds just, you no know, you know it's possible that maybe the word is going on, and we are just focused on the word, trying to get follow the thought, trying to get exactly what the Lord is saying. Yeah. But in the same space, you can okay, let me read. And God told Moses, that's what we heard. <laughs> okay, let me finish the statement. And God told Moses to go up to the mountain, take the law, and then come down on the third day. <laughs> See that statement for some people, they heard everything. For some of us, what we heard is, and the Lord told Moses to go up. Then the next in the head is come down.
0: Wow.
1: Okay, you know that Satan has cheated us of something there. Yeah. See so that little gap in between that the hand. That is very essential for understanding to settle. So when we did hear that part, we realized that the message is bit and pieces, and we can't fully understand. Or we can't really get the thought of the message. Really, what messages? Sometimes messages can define things scripturally. Sometimes it can give thought to people. Does that make sense? To make thought, just to clarify things, give thought to people. Amen. Amen. And the reason for that is to teach. Them, because what do heaven is just teaching the soul? Teaching, this is this teaching that is going on, right? So I'm um, part of teaching. What you are teaching, like a teacher would do, is it would it would teach definitions sometimes, right? It would define. Oh, um, what, what, uh, science, is, science, and something else is in my head, but let me settle with one. Um, you see, I, I hope you are we have science students? Do we have? Okay, let me not use science. Let me use something general. No, a teacher that wants to teach a hair. Let me use engineering as an example. I mean, okay, we are not all engineers, but... I, 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 we all went to school. We're all in school. We all went to school. We've been in school, and some of us are sitting in school, but okay. So here's the thing. When a teacher is teaching, right? In class, when we start a topic today, he can start and say, oh, today we are, we are learning heat transfer. So what is heat transfer? Heat transfer is movement of heat from one level to another definition. Right? But after teaching that definition... It Can then move further and start talking about different ways it transfers. Okay, so, so, in, so you can have some instance whereby you are in a cold room and then there's a hot room right beside it, and then you have partition. Then you not notice that the way heat can move from one area to the other can be different. Sometimes osmosis, sometimes diffusion. Sometimes I'm just saying things. Ah, okay, let me say something that makes sense. Okay. Let's say that was Moses or the vision. those are different methods, right? But all, what the teacher is teaching is still it transfer. So, the same way, Holy Ghost can define certain things. So, okay, this is light, right? But that doesn't mean it is done. The Holy Ghost cannot begin to teach, okay, how does light move from one place from one face to another? Then it gives us an understanding. So that anytime where we are, we can get an idea of how. Heat moves from one side to another. Amen. So when we get, don't let this get distracted us. Let just even just remember Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you now realize that after we've learned all this, let's now let's start discuss with pairs It transfer. The, the sign that you know it is that you already understand how it, you know what the transfer is, you know the different methods, right? You can explain it in your own words.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. When we can do that, we now realize that we have the understanding of it. Even though if you don't use the same example the teacher or professor used, you can use your own example. It just means that we understand. So there's clarity. Things are clear. So holy ghost does that to us to make sure amen to make sure that everything that Satan has scattered, knowledge that Satan dabaru that he has distorted in every and every one of us, even in the world generally, right. He makes it clear to us. Now, when there's clarity, then the soul can now make a choice. Let's not forget that. In the sense that, even when God comes to you and me, we still have to make a choice. And that is very clear. We must make a choice. Now, for us to make a good choice, help we keep speaking and raise the value of spiritual things. When they raise it, the soul needs to be able to see it. Is that clear? So they raise the value of spiritual things so that we can choose ah, let's choose this one is like because when I when is clear, when my clear that spiritual things is much more valuable than the natural then, of course, unless you don't like good things, unless I don't like good things, then I will naturally take the spiritual one that is more of more value. But there's a lot of work Satan has done in the soul, right, that limits us from making that choice. And that's why sometimes we can't make that choice. And that's why that ma- the, what I would get from when we are to be making of the choice is actually a journey on its own. Amen. So we need to be able to identify things in the spirit, related to the soul. Whenever he's teaching them, they're teaching us something, we ought to be able to bring it down to the soul. What does it mean? What is the workings of it? Amen. So, heaven needs to make things clear such that. No, because I know that all of us. Here's a, here's a, well, let me put it this way: No, most of us we will have notes, right? From all the messages we hearing. But you see that even having that note, thank God for it. But that note, without okay, that note itself, depending on how we are relating with the note, because you can have a relationship with your note in such a way that things you put down, right? Depending on how you relate with it it's possible to, for it to actually stick, right? There are sometimes when, as you are writing down, the reason why for writing it is so that it actually sticks. Some of us, the reason why we are writing down is so that we can go back to you later. Both of us are writing down, but the two processes are not the same. Because, see that mind of, when I write it down, I check it later, it means that we are not really, really, really storing or following the knowledge of it, because we are leaving the note to later, right? Which means that whatever we maybe we have some level of knowledge or information of it, but it won't fully resonate or stay in the, so, until we actually go back to it and then go through taking, start meditating on it. Even the person that writes it down so that it sticks, sometimes we still have to go, not sometimes, actually every time, we still have to go back to actually still go through it, just that the level of those knowledge staying in the soul will be different. I do know so that things don't just stick to the soul at once. Everything we are learning, okay. And how do, how do I know that? It's very simple. When you go to school and teacher teaches, you realize there are some things you remember when the teacher is teaching. And if you go to the exam like that, you will fail. So before we go to the exam we realize that we go back we read, we study. The reason why we are doing that is so that <laughs> whatever is are thought can stay. Simple. But there's, I don't know, I don't know why I'm talking like this today. But the thing is, I don't know why we are like this I mean, Satan, Satan, I blame it on Satan. Satan is the barua of everything. Is that when we go to school, because we know we are paying money, we don't want to fail. I think maybe I mentioned this just yes, last week. Okay, okay, I think I said it. Because we don't want to lose money. We'll make sure we we'll study. Right? When it comes to the things of God, we're not like that. Hey, hey, let me put this way. Hey, hey, I don't know why this is coming, but maybe it's time to say it. You see, I know this thing about money. Money, money is a problem. You now realize that, wait, you realize that whenever money is involved, eh, the level of interest in the soul is high. We're just to move money. And put God you now realize that the way, we choose, the way we choose changes, we can put God aside and okay. God, I'll come to you tomorrow. You know, I'm coming. But that same instant, just put money something. You don't know, realize that we will quickly respond to money. We that we are going to school and we know that we don't want to lose the money because the fear of losing the money will make us study. Right? Because of that, what that simply means is that there is a value of money in the soul right that makes us respond. And it's not just like that too. You no, know, for example, it can show up in things like in things like maybe you are trying to um in what, what example can I, can I give here? Maybe a very practical and typical example. There's a thought that comes to me, I don't know if let me let me just use it. Because the thought is more about let's say you want to buy something for your friend, right? But you've looked at it and not check the money. As you are picking something, now let's assume you have the money. Because mm-hmm. there's another you no, know, like, I have to put a context around it so that it is very clear before we start when you have different examples. Because there are cases where you don't have money. So that was a different case. Okay. Let's assume now you have money. Let's say you have five thousand dollars in your account, and you know there's not there's no it's, it's not urgent five k. It is it is it is chilling five k. Okay. I want to buy something for a friend, and then you saw something very nice that maybe your heart clicked to it, and then you saw something mm, seemingly really okay too. But i realize the one you like is let's say one fifty, and the one that is seemingly okay is like. $50. No, it's very easy to quickly go for that $50 one. What that means is that there is something about money in the soul that is raised up above righteousness in the soul. Such that we are quickly to um, go, <laughs> let me buy the $50 one. But it's a different thing when maybe say that's just what we can afford, right? afford. I'm not saying that it's it's a standard. Because there could be different scenarios. Now, what I'm trying to bring out here is that you and I will know. Because there's always a springing thought of... There's, there's a kind of... I don't know. There's a, there's a kind of emotion. It's like almost like a spoiling feeling kind of emotion that flows. We want to make that kind of a decision. It's not just that it's everywhere. When we're trying to make this No, there's a way. When, no, okay, let me give it, No, there's a feeling. When you have cold water, you drink it, right? When you drink cold water, maybe on a sunny day, when there's a way, as the cold water is going down, there's a way you can feel the, the chill in your throat, the body system, right? Then it begins to move, and you can tell that something cool is moving inside me. Is that real? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to ask that, because maybe it's only me that I to feel that way. Yeah, so you drink cold water, you know that something here, the same way, things can spill into the soul like that, and you will feel it, you know. Because as you are about to think about it, maybe you feel okay. I can give, I can buy this one fifty, and just something that will just spoil your heart. And then you say, Go for that fifty dollar one. I don't have to spend on the one fifty now. What is it? Just take the regular jar. just take it. And that is the time we should check, okay, why did I why am I trying to... What just happened? Are you saying I can't just buy one? It's just... It's just spoiling. That thing that spoiled us is actually a, a life. And what's, what that simply means is that there's a, somewhere in our hearts we value money. I'm not saying you should not value money. It's just that there's a way money can sit in the soul as value. Whereby, whenever they place anything beside this, whether we like it or not, by default, we'll be, we'll be beaten. See money choice will always beat any other choice, and it's not just in money alone. There are other I must use money because money is something we can all relate with, right? But when it comes to making godly choice, right? God wants to raise the value of his life in us to a point whereby when they raise things concerning his life up like this and they put something else beside it, we can easily deny everything else and just go for his own. Whenever we realize that we are raising the other things above God's things, it's it time it to actually check why am I doing this thing? Okay, why did I make this choice? Because sometimes we don't get to the core or to the answer of this until we ask ourselves questions. And after we ask ourselves question, the question is answered ask that answer. Does he have another question? Let me ask it until we get to the root and bottom of things. Amen. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I branched that money expansion, but the, the, what I just trying to say is that Satan has the many things. Satan has made sure that we erase the value of other things. Mm-hmm above the value of God Amen, Amen. so an heaven is still speaking to make sure that things are the value of God's life, things is, is a right in the soul Amen I'm saying, this. It, I'm saying this because it's possible for all of us to be here we are hearing things concerning God oh God we are wonderful, beautiful but we may still not value God's things why? Because just coming for a meeting and listening alone you know, maybe like maybe what we're assuming is the value in on itself. But it's a whole there's a whole, there's a whole movement of things. Thank God for coming for a meeting because you no, know, we thank God for that. Or going to church, right? Right, or having you know, fellowship, Bible study, all that. Thank God for all that. But there has to be the 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 heart response, heart attitude towards learning that must be there which is not just sharing alone, law but hearing seeing how this thing relate to them, then making effort mm-hmm. making effort to, I, I, mean, I don't know I mean, maybe I've said this before maybe we have just seen it another way I hope I'm not repeating what I've said before sure. but I guess I'm just saying that things spiritual is meant to be a reality in the natural Amen. And it shouldn't just be. Let me see if I can close this. This one is shining in my eye. Amen. Amen. <sighs> I think that's okay. i do. There's, there's a light to my eye. Amen. No, oh, I can't see. It, but <laughs> my eyes were just. I would not you, but you seemed okay. He's like. Okay, until like I just back, amen. amen. So um, everyone wants to just make sure that the the value of life is sitting rightly in our soul. So they want to paint the picture, make it clear to us, make make spiritual things very clear, and that clarity involves seeing how things spiritual relate to our natural life. You know that every emotion inside us is actually linked to, the, to things in the spirit. If we are happy, it can be the joy of the Holy Ghost. You know there's something actually called the joy of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I many of us have experienced that. Mm-hmm. All of us see. The Your name is joy. Have you experienced the joy of the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Amen. Now, the joy of the Holy Ghost is, is is a joy that is not linked to any earthly glory or, or achievement. It is purely divine. Hmm? You can just be in your room and just be happy. Why? Joy in the Holy Ghost. Maybe you are just thinking about God and then all of a sudden your heart is just full of joy. Amen. You know there's, there's a spirit that you know, can just be that there's so much presence of the spirit of God around us and then we just break into joy. The same way we are full of joy, the same way we can be depressed. And you know it's actually spirit that do that. And all they do is just speaking. Just speaking. No, you know sometimes and this and thing, and, and that's one of the things you also notice that that spirit in Canada is very, 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 very prevalent. Canada, I'm, I don't know, I've, I've, I've not been to U.S. I've been to U.S., but I didn't stay there long. But, so I don't, I've not lived there, so I don't really know. But I mean, some people that have been there know, this. mention it too. But see, but me, I know about this, this land. Mm-hmm. They just, that spirit is just hovering everywhere. No, it, to the point that sometimes you wake up one morning, you are fine while going to bed, you just wake up and you just feel, start feeling, how am I feeling like this? Just, just know that because sometimes the reason why we, we sometimes we can't just break loose from that is because we don't know. Sometimes we don't know it's a spirit. So maybe sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, I'm like, okay, why am I? See, what am I? I'm almost feeling like I'm grumpy, as if I'm sad, but I'm not sad. I tell myself I know I'm not sad. And I said nah, this, this, this spirit have come around again. I don't know why they don't, they don't ever leave somebody alone. That's why somebody, maybe, husband and wife, one of them wake up, and you now you're like, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? There's nothing like waking up on the wrong side of the bed. It is a spirit that is the wrong side of the bed. So it's, a, it's a spirit. And we can actually gain victory. In God has given us victory over the spirit. And part of... An, of answer to those things is just joy in the, when, when we are filled with the spirit or with, when we fellowship a lot with the spirit of God you can realize that all those things will naturally dissipate right, the strength of those things can't stay because there is joy joy, joy in the spirit amen so, I mean, pressure is a real thing, no? But the thing is that it's a spirit. It's not a feeling. It's a spirit. And the, the, sometimes a the spirit can just be around like that, who be hovering around me. And I know that the reason why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling is because there's a spirit. Sometimes I have to rebook the spirit. you say, ah. I know that nobody's offended. You know, you know what? It was very funny. Nobody offended you. Nobody... Uh, abused you, nothing happened, you just woke up and you dumb. What is going on? Some of my wife will come and say, Are you okay? I'm like, I, I'm fine. Because really cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's seeing my face, the way my face is, like, I'm like, I'm fine. So when she asked me, I'm like, Ah, okay, maybe it's because of the way I'm doing that, she's asking if I'm fine. <laughs> so like, you okay? I'm fine now, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> but but most of the time, I just, when I start, I go, ah, no, there's a spirit around, that's just, moving and it's really, and so, only be even hard, too, sometimes, to so be doing something, to just be answering someone like, ah, is everything alright? They should be like, oh, I don't know, I had to answer, but, yeah, I know, spirits, spirits are funny, eh? Spirits are so funny. Sometimes, maybe around, maybe friends, everybody's laughing, you can just be sad, for no reason. Or maybe they don't like me. Mm, maybe they think I'm weird. Mm-mm, nobody thinks you're weird. They you just sit and are stalking. And you know what the spirit does, they do a lot, is that they keep telling you things that are not real. Mm. Part, of what, part of what they hang on to is suspicion. Yeah. They make you suspect everybody. Uh the and, and, and that's part of also good in the spirit in the sense that yeah. you know part of what the Holy Spirit is trying to heal us from is mm-hmm. to be presumptuous mm-hmm. to be as you know when you assume things a lot that's, right. mm-hmm. that's actually mm-hmm. not righteous. Yes. Know what the scripture is about believing all things, mm-hmm. bears off a hand. You know, there's a way somebody can tell you, oh are you angry at me? No, and you just believe it, right? Um, Wow. No, somebody can ask, are you angry at me? No, I'm not angry. Sure. Are you sure? <laughs> Something is talking.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Eh. Yeah. Because the way you looked at me, yeah, you know. how did I look at you? <laughs> <laughs> you know how those kind of things? You know, it's spirit. Yes,
0: sir.
1: And yeah. I realize what scripture now says, we know no man after the flesh. Part of that scripture simply means that don't judge with your natural sight. Anytime you move into the to judge with our natural senses, it is clear Satan will beat us hands down. Now realize that for most of I don't know why I'm talking about this, but anyways, most of us that you know just feel maybe sometimes are sad. Really, eh, part of that is just simply because we hmm, how do I put it? And then, and this is what I'm trying to say we think to, we, we use our natural senses to think too much, or we are, we are using flesh mm. too much.
0: Hmm.
1: And no, in the harm of flesh, can no man what prevail? Uh-huh, I know it's the word prevail, but I think there's a scripture like that. If any man trusts in the harm of flesh, we can't prevail. It is, it is so. What Satan tries is that don't move into the spirit, mm. think natural. If, if we can live naturally, and you know most unbelievers live naturally. Once somebody look at you, see the way that person looked at me, I don't think that person like me. Or maybe somebody, and you know sometimes, somebody can just make face. Maybe they are thinking something, hmm, okay. Mm. Or, are, or maybe they are thinking they are looking, maybe they are looking through you, but they, maybe you might think they are looking at you. Like, hi, did I offend you? The way that person was looking at me. <laughs> it's like, and maybe you ask the person "Look at, you. I wasn't looking at you. Sorry, I ah, ah. That person was thinking about how they are going to eat when they get. You. <laughs> but Satan is wicked, mm-hmm. and this time will not come and tell you that person is looking at you because you are not a good person. You mm-hmm. don't think that happens? That happens? though mm-hmm. the same way. Say that Satan can say that person is looking at you because they are they are offended at you. Mm-hmm. you can also come and still tell you. You're not a good person. There's nothing good about you. See that person looking at you? See, they can see through you. That was useless. It's evil spirit, and it's not true. It's lies, just lies. They they can lie. I don't know if you know that. Uh, is it? Uh, is it the video song that the Imam my God change? La 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 la, la, la. Can, Is that something The video, you can lie. Hey, that that is a meme song like that, like they remixed the song. I don't, I don't remember if you know. You know all those people that used to do jokes. I think it's oh my god. It was about oh my god that were saying that. Blue that skit, like three people that were singing about David video. I don't know. Was you don't know that? Yeah. That it was popular years ago. It was a comedy, but yeah, like those are evil spirits. They can lie. They are liars. Yeah, and they called you their father, father of liars. That's it. Oh, nine o'clock. I don't think I've said anything to Don't say anything. Okay. I guess, let me let rewind me back. I think I've said some of the things I wanted to say. I, I hope. But what I'm saying is that Heaven really wants to get us to a point where we have discipline of the spirit, mm. and I think maybe this will connect us. Thank God, because of what I mentioned on you know, just a recap of last week, in the sense of you know, the way we just seek for the things of God, we mm. we should be die hard seekers.
0: Mm.
1: That's the word i will use. Mm. And when I say die hard seekers, it means that let's not play when it comes to the things of God. Let's not play with it. Why? Because they, the things of God, they are real. Too real. God is real. Spiritual things are real. I know they Why? Because I've experienced it and I know so I, it, I don't know how to explain. The only way to, to well, I'm sure most of us have ex, experienced it. The only way to see it is to experience it. It is real. Very, very real. You know, we can't see it. I've been praying to God for years that God should give me the gift of the of spirit. So I can hope I can just be seeing to the real spirit. I, I can see in jail, You know, I see spirit. You know, I like that kind of thing. But God will not answer me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe God knows that I love it too much. And God is God is preserving my soul. I know I love it. I'm not going to lie. I love that kind of a thing. Okay, you, you tell me you don't like it. But somebody's passing beside you, just say, Sister, I just saw you the realm of the spirit right now. And I saw an angel just riding around. And the Lord said that it's going to bless you. Who don't like that kind of thing? You too, don't like it. Tell talk to you, talk to you. Now, why do you like it? You like it? I know. Do you like that? If that kind of thing They go like I don't know why that. See, see that, that thing, eh? every soul has it. I don't know why we you like that kind of thing. like that, kind of. And you know that part of it is also corrupted. Yes. Sir. That is why, okay, tell me, why do you think many, many people go to churches where all they are saying is, a solution solution, you know there are some ministry their name is like die die hard solution ministry, meaning that they are going to solve all your problem. You no, know, if 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 some people now some people now see a minister that has the gift of the spirit they can see and then prophesy to them, do you know that everybody will want to go and see that prophet? If some of us secretly, maybe the person is in church. Because we don't want to look desperate. We'll be saying uh, now, come and pray, come and say for me, now. say for me, say for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we'll do be doing, we'll we are in church, we're just yeah. like this. Yeah. But as I said, we are saying, come on. come now. Don't no, 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 all those followers that we move and they'll pass somebody, maybe they fraud, the just us, and then you be like, come, on. come, I'm not going to say anything you for me. For me. You know, so like that. <laughs> we are all laughing like, because we know somebody so so yeah. to think that too. We think like that, I don't know why. I don't know why, I don't know that thing. But look, you know, but that thing is not complete. I guess part of it is the sense that the soul. Do you know the soul is prophetic? Naturally. The soul of a man is it moves prophetically. Well, let me put it this way the pro, the the the, the pro, let me say prophecy, right? And when I say prophecy, I'm not talking about somebody coming to prophesy to you. Now, think about somebody coming to prophesy, right? Think about that activity. Not just the person coming to prophesy. Just think about the activity. Details of how that happens. Where somebody will come. Begin to see. Begin to prophesy. It means that that activity is actually spiritual in a way, right? The spirit of God has to be present, right? For, for that kind of a move to happen. And then the summary of that movie is that there's a word coming. Right? A word is coming. The person picked it and then prophesied it. Now, see that spiritual operation is actually meant for the soul. That's the environment the soul loves to live in. So even all those prophesyings they're not meant for to ah. They're not, meant to entice, they're not meant for enticement. They're actually advertisement. It's like that's, that's usually what comes before the real thing. So when God wants to get you, God can send that to his soul, to get the soul interested concerning his things. Why? Because we are used to it. If God has not come in the natural... Before God comes to do that to us, we already like that kind of thing in the natural. Everybody likes that kind of thing in the natural. I know that's what some people go to Babalawo. You know, all those uh, uh, native, not native doctors. Native doctors are actual doctors that just use herbs. There's what well, you know, we've, we've met so many things. They're not native doctors, they are occultic people. Right? A native doctor is not babalawo. A native doctor is not a ritualist. A native doctor just means a doctor that is native. Meaning they know how to use herbs to heal certain sicknesses. So, for example, they say, "Oh, wait, do you, What do you think? All this uh, modern medicine—they are the same. It's just that like they modernize native doctor doctorism. I don't know how to make there's a word like that. Native doctors knows how to use herbs, right? They will mix it, give it to you, will drink the thing. What they are giving the person to drink is the extract from those leaves. It's the same thing modern medicine does they have compounds, things, elements that they, they mix together, right? Those things, they extracted it from something. If they didn't extract it, maybe they create it with chemicals. It is still technically the same thing. It's the use of elements, things for the body. Really, to be, And that's what tells me, to some degree, where I'm not saying... To some degree, really, some native doctors are more potent than modern medicine. In the sense that there are so many things native herbs here that modern medicine have no clue about. But they raise the value of modern medicine so much that we trust that more than native medicine. And it makes sense because, of course, native medicine doesn't have means to check and diagnose. That's their pitfall. If they can check and diagnose, Although there are some things they can diagnose without modern medicine techniques like you know MRI, machine, all those things. Or for example, now take take the Chinese. You know, Chinese have ancient medicine. A doctor, an ancient Chinese doctor can just check your pulse and tell you every single issue in your body. Something that you need an MRI machine to go and scan and check. You just do like this guy. Hmm. Because of your blood flow, something is cut blah, blah blah blah. I think you have inflammation somewhere. You'd blah, be blah, blah. wondering how did you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been trained. I don't even know. And I think that thing is also spiritual because just checking the pulse and by descending the pulse and movement, you can diagnose quickly. Ah, one more. That It's almost, it's almost like the man that will come and prophesy to you. So, like that now. But anyways, I'm saying the soul is almost loves those kind of expressions because that is the world a soul is meant to live in. A soul, and that's the world it lives in. Just that we are ignorant of it. When we are not doing it with God, we do it with other things. So, for example, if somebody is just walking on the streets, whether they be child of God or not, they just, hmm, brother, Sister, you are traveling next week. Hmm. God says, it. No, not God. As you are traveling, that journey will be good. You don't even know whether the person talking is a child of God or not. But we we'll just assume, maybe the person. Evil Spirit does do that too. So it's, like, it's not safe. But because we are used to that kind of life. So when God comes, he will also do that sometimes to entice us. But not just to entice us alone is actually a, a spiritual provision for us if we are really really going to get back to God and that is that first Corinthians chapter 12 let me see if I can read it because I know time is gone and I'm about to round up today is not a it's not a long meeting it's not a long message I feel like so first Corinthians chapter 12 it says in verse 1 said now concerning spiritual gift, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. Now, what he's saying here is very simple. He said, Ye were Gentiles, carried away unto these dumb idols. What he says that what he say really is that we were led by idols, meaning evil spirit really. Because what those idols, you know idols, evil spirit will catch and will be telling somebody, see that idol is a god, worship it. It will give you something. There's nothing in the, There's nothing in the idol. It's just the evil spirit orchestrating, <laughs> orchestrating yeah. things, and it's making us dumb. We are foolish. Yeah. Right, so you that saying concerning spiritual. That's what I want to use. Because that, see, that gift is italic. It means that for the word to add more meaning, the that interpreted it, they added that to give the word much more meaning and context. So, if I omit that and I go, now concerning spiritual, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. It means that we should be... We should be spiritually inclined. We can't be ignorant of the spiritual word. Why? The spiritual word is prophetic in nature. Does that make sense? God Himself is God. God Himself is prophecy. (laughs) Put that way, God is prophetic. I don't know if I can use that word. Right? The way He moves, the way He does things is. Prophecy is just a way of life in the spirit. Does that make sense? So, the Lord will throw a soul into that atmosphere when we get born again. They increase a lot of prophetic movement around the soul when we get born again. Why? The giving of the Holy Spirit is prophetic. Then, imagine the Holy Spirit coming upon you and, that, and, this, and this one is very, very important. When we get born again, Right, and the Holy Spirit is given to us, we should increase in the Spirit. No, because the Spirit is given to us and it is in measures. And one thing that Kenneth Egan will always say is that like when we are born again, we should desire the gift of the Spirit, right? But also, much more than that, we should desire to be filled by the Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. You know, speaking in tongues is prophetic in nature. The soul needs that kind of an environment. I don't know many Christians believe that you know, speaking in tongues is not for everybody, some will do something, it is a lie. It is for everybody. So, when can I take Can I take it? We'll say, when people get money, the next thing is, Are you filled with the spirit? Next thing is to get them filled. Why? Because it's, it's a common culture in the scripture. In the book of Acts, right? Paul met some people. Is it not, not? Where? Is it in Ephesus? Huh? I think it was in Ephesus. I think it was Ephesus. It was Ephesus or Corinth? This is Acts 19 or so? I'm not sure. Huh? It was in Corinth, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen.
0: It's
1: at Ephesus. are <laughs> As so this 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 newborn believer came and they were saying "Paul was that are you baptized by the Holy Ghost? Ah, we don't know that there be any holy ghost too that <laughs> kind of thing say are you baptized by the Holy Spirit ah we don't know whether there be any holy ghost ah ah no, that is shocking so unto so, what are you baptized then <laughs> 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 onto what are you... okay wait okay wait let's 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 get this straight you are born again but you don't know that there's an Holy Ghost, Oh, there's an issue here. Yeah. Unto mm. what are you then baptized? Say, we are baptized unto John. Ah, Say, wait, 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 wait. Say, John, really baptized with water. Know what? Let's solve this problem right now and then. Phew, layers on them. Got them filled with the Spirit. And I realized that one of the signs that we are filled with the Spirit is that we speak with unknown tongues. It is very essential. And again, wrote a book in that said uh, the upper room. I think it's the upper room, right? I think. I think we are checking. But there's a book we talk about yeah. tongue beyond the upper hand. And then he also wrote seven steps to um, getting uh, us filled with the, with the Holy Spirit. There's seven steps he gave there. In case you want to get somebody born again, again. so not born again, filled with the Spirit. No, why praying in the Spirit is very essential because. Tongues is is a, is a spiritual language meant for mysteries. Does that make sense? Now, I want to talk about mysteries. You are talking about knowledge. Because when a mystery is demystified, what you get is knowledge. So while we get born again, we are fear that we are speaking in tongues, it seems foolish. Before we even move into revelational knowledge, it's not foolish, it's a preparation. God is setting the environment, setting the way in the soul to get our soul in a perfect environment for the flow of His life. So, speaking in tongues is very essential. It's not, it's not something uh, that is. You now, realize that for those that pray, Without in that, don't pray in the spirit because I guess the most important is praying in the spirit. Because when you are praying in the spirit, it's not you can pray in understanding as well and pray in the spirit without tongues. But that tongue is very, useful. why? Because without that, there might be limitations. Why? There, there is, here's the, here's the thing you know, our words is limited in the sense that whatever. Whatever language we have is the richness of how much God can really speak to us. There are some things in the spirit that English language can never describe. No matter how much we feel it, you cannot describe it. You cannot explain it. The only way you can describe it is in the spirit. Sometimes that's what tongue is for. So, when we are praying, where our understanding stops, tongues can grow beyond that. It doesn't mean that if we don't speak in tongues, we, we are useless. No. But we can have that in addition. Amen? So, tongue is not just. You know, maybe I don't know why I'm exalting tongue today, but maybe before we don't like it, you don't. Maybe just to put a little bit of uh, interest in it. Or for some of us that are also speaking in tongues, maybe we do. Um, is very very time tang- let's thank God for tongues. Yes. Why? Because it is ve- that, that that thing it, first of all, what we speak about is a sign of faith.
0: Yes,
1: Why? Because yes, sir. no don't, just think about the way it works. It's a sign of faith because you are speaking a language you don't understand, you're bringing a language you don't know. But while you are speaking that all of a sudden you are understanding something.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well,
1: yeah. As you are saying that <laughs> things are flowing. Mm. Yeah, wonder. Oh, okay, now realize that that that's not just gibberish. Is a, a connection to connect us, to intertwine, woven the fabric of our soul to things spiritual. Amen. Amen. So in a concerning spiritual, I will not have you ignorant. Don't be ignorant of spiritual things. Don't be, right? So it was talking about how we were led by you know, idols. But now, be spiritual. So we have, we have to be spiritually inclined. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm, I'm going to round up soon. Amen. It's, like, it's like I've spoken for an hour. Eh? I thought I would not speak for that long. Amen amen <laughs> look you are looking at me why <laughs> it's like somebody does not trust the fact that I say I land off. <laughs> don't trust me unless I don't feel like I have anything to say to the I'm not going to push it unless God drops something and I see. it I want to just follow the Holy Spirit I don't want to because I can't teach really I don't think I can teach today I want to teach by now I don't think if I can't teach I, but maybe he's teaching This is still teacher. So, I guess God just wanted us to say these things to help us. Amen. Right. The things of God are very, I just want to paint that picture, make it clear that God is real. Spiritual things are real. Too real. Too real. The same way, not not imagine, the same way we, we go to school, right? We study get A plus. You know, we can study and get A plus. We can also do that in the spirit. We can do that in the spirit. I don't know why, but there's just something about elevating spiritual things in us today. Maybe in places where you no know, we can be relaxed about God. You know what they say we you know God's things come with grace because of that. There's a way we, we usually just yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I'm I'm putting it to myself too. Yes, you no, know, those times that I want to remember. look there's a way we always feel that. I mean sometimes we feel guilty. But sometimes we always feel that, you know, you don't do something because it's not that, because it's not wicked. And I know it's not wicked. But here's the thing. We should be we should be we should be soaked baptized into god so how is that word there's a word i'm looking for maybe father used to talk about it but it's, it's i mean because i mean i'm pretty sure it happened to me because there was a there was a year in my life that all i did throughout that summer was just i was just even though maybe i to me i look foolish you know why because I, all i would do is just sit down and because something inside of me is just responding there's a a way my soul is responding to God I'll just focus on that because I love that kind of that feeling I love the way I was I love the joy I love the I I just love the the I was using the word the presence Mm. so I'll just all I was doing that I was just thinking I'm not saying that just what you should be doing I mean like I, I was just doing that because that's all I knew but what If I had known better, what I would have been doing then is praying much more. Mm. Because now I, I realize that then what was available was the anointing. Mm. Which if I used well, I would grow spiritually. Oh. Of course, it was a season of growth for me. Right? Because I remember that time, all I was doing was just giving myself... At least what I could do I was giving myself to God. I didn't do much things. I was not... I was just sit down at lie down on my couch, i just be, be brooding upon, upon their mighty, just be, what can I, i God, be like, God, what do you, all I was doing was just thinking about God, talking to God. So it was, even in that my ignorance, it was still enough. Because after that season, was when I now broke through, into the world of righteousness. The world of revelation. But what God was doing then, was preparing me. So now, I don't have all that time. Sometimes I have that time. Now that I'm not working, eh? I, don't, I can't remember the last time I have had so much free time. Now, I, don't, I can't remember the last time I had so much free time. Because I'm I'm not is because I'm not working. Why? Because if I'm working, the moment I wake up, or before I wake up, I have like one or two hour window to pray and read my Bible and all that. Once I start to work like this, Till five o'clock, before I finish. Between five, I have wife now. Now I have nine by a child, John. Before then, I have wife, and okay, I'll talk a bit. How are you doing? we play, we'll talk. After that, it's already nine. Okay, I have to sleep, work next day. So, which means that whatever I'm doing spiritually, I must have grown to sustain what I've been doing. It is, I mean, of course, not is impossible, but it is better to have grown, built a spiritual culture. Before you move into all that that all your time in the world is gone. That's why I envy I envy single people. It's true. And single people, all they need to do is just be growing. i not looking for boy, honestly. I'm not looking for game. Why? Because all those things will naturally be answered. Especially if we are following God. Those one things is just. Just to show yourself into the spirit. Amen. Amen. Now let me quickly read first Corinthians 15. There's a there's a there's something, there's a thought I want to bring up from there. I don't know why I'm saying this from the beginning. You know. Verse 30. First Corinthians 15. Let me go first Corinthians chapter 15. Uh Okay, let me read. I ah, know what I don't. Let me, let me, let me, let me know. Let me know. Let me know this one because this part that I talk about you evil communication corrupt good manner. Uh, but that's where I'm going. There's where they talked about. Okay. Let we'll me go to verse thirty-five. But the way I want to go is actually further down. But let's read from 35. It says, But some man will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened, except it die. Now, of course, this is talking about resurrection, right? This is talking about actually the, 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 what takes place in the soul, the changes that takes place in the soul, right? Which is actually pertaining to eternal Salvation, right? But what I want to bring out from here is a thought and a wisdom. He's saying here that that which is raised, right? Let me read it again. Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not, that which you sow is not quickened except it die, right? What we are to do is we ought to sow ourselves in the spirit. Now, sowing yourself in the spirit meaning that means that throw yourself at the spirit. Love, like seek for God. Read your Bible, pray, do it as much as you can. Keep praying. And mahata. You know why? Do you know that sometimes, even when we are feeling sad, just start praying notice that that thing over time will just dissipate, disappear. Yes, sir. Yeah? Feeling sick, feeling depressed, just, just start praying. You notice that that thing will just go. Well, if we don't have a culture of prayer, we may not know that we have a weapon against those things.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. <laughs> because sometimes, if I feel that, like I say, if I feel like I'm feeling somehow, I'm behaving somehow, I just sat down and just start praying. That's it. Sometimes, if, if, maybe I notice that my wife is also reacting somehow. I just ask her, Honey, have you prayed today? Maybe she's not there. Honey, have you prayed today? Hmm, maybe not. Ah, go and pray. <laughs> I know I'm saying that. <laughs> or, Honey, have you read your Bible today? No. Go ah, read your Bible, though. And I think now she gets the idea <laughs> that when I'm saying that, there's something I'm saying. Because most of these things, the things that happen, just sowing our sentence, we just dissolve, answer most of these issues, Amen. But let me let me go quickly. It Says, say so that which you sow right is not quickened except a die, right. Now what what I'm saying is that if we sow ourselves into the Spirit, like doing all these things, what that is going to give us is that it's going to kill flesh in a way. And then our spirit is quickened, and what that means is that we are more alive spiritually. We are more alive to the things. Now, when we are beginning to sow ourselves, I will begin to, because when you sow yourself, you have to reap. What you reap is spirit. What you reap is life. So it's not just agriculture alone. When when you what you sow is what you will reap. If you sow the flesh, what do you get? But if you sow the Spirit, what you receive is the Spirit. So you don't realize in that John 3.3, 3, it said, Except you are born again, yes, sir. the word is born. You can see. except you are born of water and of Spirit, you cannot enter. That being born is meaning that there's a process of sowing and reaping. Mm. When you are born, it's the time you are reaping something. Mm. Huh. It's the same thing as agriculture. So when you plant something. Before it grows, it will die. Mm-hmm. It's the same technology in the spirit. When we sow ourselves in the spirit, part of what we are doing is we are weakening the flesh, making our spirit much more alive and awake to righteousness. That way, we can be sensitive to the voice of God, to the things of God. You know, that's also part of, you know, hearing well, which voice am I hearing? Ah, is it myself? Just start praying. Be consistent and start reading your Bible. When you are, and then meditate, make sure, see that there's, I don't know why I always say this, I don't us meditate on scripture. Do we meditate? Yeah. Do you meditate? You don't. Ah, do you meditate on the word? Ah, we should meditate. And we should meditate rightly. you When you are meditating, don't meditate and be thinking of biscuits. And then you, know, as you are meditating. You are still thinking, hey, I don't know why I'm talking about money. Money, why? You no, know, you can be t- meditating and be thinking about money, rent, house rent, school fees, hmm, grocery. And you are meditating on, you know what's going to happen? That All those thoughts, they're they going to put your ascension to a ceiling. You can't ascend. What you need, you need free flow, meaning that all you are thinking in your head, is just the word. Now, what does it mean to meditate? It means you're taking the word and you are pondering upon it. You are thinking upon it. It says, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and such are Paul, called to be apostle through the will of him So, somebody can be called according to the will of God. As simple as that, you're still meditating. What does it mean? Hmm. To be called according to the Okay, for me, what does it mean, for me? Mm, you are breaking it down. So, for example, you are thinking about the word of, for God commanded light to shine of that grace I out. Ah, what does that mean? For me. God commanded his light. Okay, what is that light that God commanded? Okay, it is His word. Okay, what is His word supposed to give me? Revelation of it. You are thinking. You are meditating. So, it's not, it's not just enough that okay, they told you this is what this means. And then you forgot about it. That you've not even understood it yet. Even though they told you. You still need to think about what was said. What they explained to you. Okay, how does this fit Do I really get this thing? Do I understand it? It's after that you can truly understand the word. If you read your Bible, you pray. But you are living out meditation. You are incomplete. Why? Because... You see, the culture of the Holy Ghost coming to you and fellowshipping with you is by meditation. Meditation is really pretty much a more a way to pretty much invite the Holy Ghost for talk. It's not if he's absent or it's dead, but we can be busy doing many other things. But meditation sep- severs, the purpose of meditation is to severe. Ourself from the natural world to think about things spiritual, just meditate on the word as you are thinking about, of course, if you are thinking about God. When you start building the culture of meditating on the word, honestly, you will see a drastic change in your spiritual journey. Where understanding seems difficult, you know, notice that things will just start coming easily. I want to ask you. How do you expect the Holy Ghost to talk to you if you don't meditate on the Word? How will He speak? How will His voice be on the clear? Because His voice can easily be lost in the in the world of thoughts. Because as He's talking, your voice is talking. What voice? Your spirit, soul, and body can be talking. That's just you alone. Three. Your body can be talking. Your soul can be talking. Your spirit can just be. You be wondering, okay, where's Holy Ghost to? But he's there the problem is just that his voice is lost in multitude of voices? When I say just three, that's just you. Apart from you, now I've other things that can be talking. Evil spirit, the world. When I say the world as you are walking, billboard, advertisement of the can be TV. What you are watching can be talking. Now imagine all these voices. And the ghost is talking. You now realize that the voice of the Holy ghost is now lost. But he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's, not, he's not silent, or he's talking. But we can hear him. But we can hear him through the voice of our conscience. Sometimes, maybe all those things like, okay, take that umbrella. Or, oh, eh, don't do that. But, you know, those, that one is almost like latent. Is it latent? It's almost things that's already there that, only, that you can use. But when only Ghost wants to. You know, not the way you talk to a person. Can you ever talk to a person without carrying your phone? And calling them, if they're not around you, can you talk to the person? If they are around you, and you are talking to them, and yeah, and, and as they are talking to you, you're like oh yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, what, what did you say earlier? You know, we do that a lot to the Holy Spirit. You, st- you, don't, you don't, Just imagine you are gesting with somebody. Ah, oh, that place you want to go to, very nice, so eh. Then we I realize, oh, we want to do. Hey, it's very nice, yeah. And then the person, this person is talking you. And then I don't know what used to lie to us that we can text and listen at the same time. Something used to lie to us it was an evil spirit. Although maybe some people have been able to build that. I don't know if some people have been able to build that discipline so that they can text and listen to somebody at the same time. I don't know if that is actually possible, no matter how much you train yourself. Although the thing is that it is possible to have bits and pieces of what they are saying. But if you are really involved in what you are typing, the time you are involved to type your thought out, you are your entire focus is on what you are thinking and typing. There's no way you fully get what the other person is saying. It's impossible. Because we don't actually know how much effort goes into the, the mental effort that goes into us thinking and typing. We don't think we I don't think we know. So sometimes we lie to ourselves and think we here and there. That simple instant that you are typing, you are thinking about what you want to type, right? So, your entire mental energy is about what you're about to write. So, whatever that person says, you just go like this. It's not even entry here, coming out here, you just go like this. Yeah, you're just a a blocker, and that's what we do to the Holy Spirit sometimes. He's talking, we just be texting, (laughs) and he gets what did you say, and that's used to vex him. Um, are you gentle, You still you repeat it. I'm just saying that I me, mean, I'm feeling for him, so I'm explaining. I'm happy am happy him talk to you that he's he's, he's vexing for that kind of a thing. But because of his nature, he will not get angry at you. Yeah. But he's not happy about it. And I, I just want to give us a sense that he's not happy about it there's you know, the way we have talked. No, this grace, I don't know why I talk about this grace today. No, we talk about grace, grace, grace. So sometimes we misbehave. Sometimes God, uh, God thank you because me, me myself, I know that I'm not I'm not perfect. I was going to say that if God is still behaving the way he was behaving, where well, in the old testament, you know that one? I forgot I forgot how Paul put it. Say so without say what so with that one or one or two, you turn out to the ah, uh, you misbehave, you are gone. You misbehave around the tabernacle, around the ah, uh, you are gone, man. Just misbehave, just mistake, just mistake. Let your feet enter the only place where you're not supposed to. Wah! Straight. Just, we, just, we just hear boom. They slam, he slammed. No, I go killer. But thank God that God is not doing that, that to us today, Shah. But I think if God was doing that, we'll take God a lot more serious. Yeah. Israel, Israel fear God though, for that thing if had God had Although they esteem his behavior. Now why did no one near the temple? Moses, just go. You just go. Amen. 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 I'm just saying this, just to show us certain things. I don't know. Because of time, I think, I think this is enough. I just want to exhort that aspect of our tenacity. Okay. See, eh? Christianity is disciplinal. Christianity is... See, there's something Christianity ought to give you and me. Culture, discipline, life. See, life encapsulates everything. As I believe, there are certain cultures we should have. I believe there's certain discipline we should have. And one thing, oh, yes, before I forget, I don't know the way I branch is, I was talking about, I love, uh, I was talking about sewing. Ah, let me not forget that thought too. Because I was talking about sewing yourself in the spirit. <laughs> I say, I envy single people. It's true. Because this is the time to sew yourself in the spirit. Spend time with God. Love God. Eh? Read your Bible. Fellowship with the Spirit. Meditate on the Word. When you meditate on the Word, you now realize that you're actually having a, a relationship with somebody. It's like giving somebody a call. Hi, how are you doing? And eh, do that to the Holy Ghost too. If you think it's foolish, it's not foolish. You know, you can just sit down and Holy Ghost, hi, how are you doing, Holy Spirit? Is everything okay today? Of course, everything is okay. He's always okay. But I mean, there's nothing wrong in talking like that. Talk to as if you are talking to somebody. It's real. Is very, very real. Ready to talk to you. Just with you. Eh? Take it. Ah, how you know, far? You know, you know Holy Spirit can talk uh, our language. thing, Ah, no no. He can talk your language. Holy Spirit can talk your language. See, the way you behave, you can behave that way too. Is <laughs> it the way everybody be? You know they say somebody will be. Like, hey, Haiti! He can do that. He does that. He's real. Very real. Amen. So I want, I'm just elevating that that aspect. We should we should sow ourselves. I mean, thank God we have been trying, right? We are following. We are going to church. You know, coming for meetings, reading our Bible, praying. And just take it a step further. Meditate on the Word. Let it be real to you. Even if it's not you, you can pray, God, make the Holy Spirit real to me. Let it be real. No, God will answer that prayer. God will answer that prayer. And I guess the other part is for God to help us to elevate the things of God above every, the grace. Because so sometimes we don't even know when we ought to I, I elevate God's things above other things. Because the way we've been living our own life, it's so easy to, you no. Know, because we're used to certain things. It's so easy to just quickly do certain things without knowing that we're actually devaluing God's things. Yeah. Yes, right? Exactly. It's also a way to pray for God to help us. So actually identify places where we need to elevate God's things so that we can make the right choice mm-hmm. in different situations. We can make, God will help us Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, we really do need help. God is real. The Holy Spirit is real. Being filled with the Spirit is real. Sow yourself in the Spirit. I don't, let me read this. Uh, I don't know if, Ah, I don't like, I don't know, because I don't like reading something and then I confuse you because I know I jumped from that the away. But let me just read it. It said, <clears throat> Except that verse 37, says, And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be. But bare grain, it may chance of wheat, or some of other grains. But God giveth it a body, as it hath pleased him, and to every seed his own body. So all flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of the flesh of man, another flesh of the beast, another flesh, another of another of fishes, and another of birds. <clears throat> there are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. One star different from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Amen. Now, what I'm trying to show us here, I know if I want to really talk about this story, it's Galatians as you go. But I think this gives just the mental picture I'm trying to show you. Of course, like I said earlier, this, this, this scripture is talking much more about transformation of soul. You know, it's talking about, okay, when we leave this... But that also applies... To activities in the spirit. When you sow yourself, what you are sowing, you are sowing weakness. But what you get is strength. When you sow yourself in the spirit, right, you are sowing all those things you don't want because you want to gain life. Does that make sense? That's just what I want to bring. Just a thought there that when you sow, you keep sowing yourself, you keep sowing yourself, what you are going to get back. It's a spirit. When you sow yourself, you get so you must sow. The more you sow, the more you reap. Imagine you plant one corn. No, corn can multiply. Imagine you plant one yam. What will you get? One yam. With one tuba baby Or does yam get many tuba? One. I think it's one. No. Just one, eh? <laughs> So, plant so many yams of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can have plenty of yams. <laughs> That's the <a> picture <laughs> I'm trying to give. So, keep sowing. Pray. Study. See, let, yield yourself to the Spirit as much as you can. Pray in the Spirit, even though you don't have any prayer point. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues. Pray. Some of the grace that I'm enjoying now is simply because of things I when I the way I've sown myself. I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I'm not saying that the little, the little that I'm enjoying now is not because of things I did today. It's Because of things I did years back, all those years that I said I was just sitting down in my living room and just meditating and just sowing myself. All those what I was doing was just digging. What I mean, I'm digging because I'm searching deep, deep. Call on to deep. So I'm digging the well deep such that when God begins to feel, there has, there's a lot of space to feel. So, and when it comes, you, now you're going to enjoy Because the joy of the spirit will be too much. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Ah, time has gone. I think I'll stop today. Are you blessed tonight? Yes, Let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Can we just pray for grace and help to sow ourselves in the spirit? Much more. Much, much more. Grace to keep sowing ourselves in the spirit. Much more than we have ever done. Help to meditate on the word as we ought as we ought maharadaka Embrazomiata masperina, embrato venemakaria Zefenemekata. ebrat kam. help help to sow help to sow ourselves emzalta ebran masti venemasi craftsto E makarga epraga epraga masperina maha Zofenema, Zofenema, Zofenema Shmargata, Zenda, 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 Zofenima Shita Paria, Zephna Kalia, Zephna Kalia, Zephna Kalia, Perimaster, help, grace to sow ourselves in the Spirit, to yield, to yield ourselves, to sow more, much more, much more. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your help. thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we pray, O oh Lord, as you have spoken to us tonight, I believe it's your grace that you are pouring for all these things you are saying. We ask for grace. Help to yield to your grace. Even want to sow ourselves in the spirit as you have spoken to us tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, grace to value your things more than the ephemeral, more than the natural things in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help our spiritual valuing system. Help us to rate your things much more, sight to see your things and to value them much more than other things in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. we pray, Lord, for your grace and your anointing upon your word. Help to meditate on your word and for the feeling of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Now we pray for much more, much more outpour of your spirit upon each and every one of us. And let your spirit be made available for us to move, to take strides in the spirit that we've not been able to. Wherever we are weak, Lord, we ask for grace to take strides in the spirit, to respond in the spirit, to be spiritual. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Amen. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Shine forth. Lord. You
0: dwells between the cherubim. Shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim. Shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim. Shine forth. You i mm-hmm.